Welcome to Centre Church. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. When I knew that I was uh, going to be speaking this morning, I wanted to share something about our inheritance in Christ. And um, somebody's done me some great favours by producing a lovely book um, that that we're going to to um, there we're going to read on the screen. So I've titled it "An Heir Not a Spare." Can we think of the book that we might be talking about? No? Can we think of the book? What book might we be speaking of here? Come on. Spare by Prince Harry, yes. The book that sold, do you know how many first day? 400,000 copies in the first day. Wow. First day of publication here in the UK that it was officially published. Phenomenal number. That just shows how much people are interested in that topic, doesn't it? Wow. But the point of Prince Harry's book, really, in, in, in a way titled Spare, is about this idea of royal succession, isn't it? About the eldest inherits everything and becomes king or queen. So, really, William is the, the one that's going to be uh, king next after Charles. And uh, then it's, uh, I don't get the order right, but anyway, his three children. And uh, then after that, fifth in line to the throne is Harry. So he will inherit, potentially, but probably not. Yeah? And so somebody, want, somebody actually wrote about this and said, as the spare, not the heir, Harry was born to ever live in the shadow of his elder brother. And I thought about that a bit, and I thought, well, that's sort of true of us, in that Jesus is our elder brother. But actually, we're not spare, we're also an heir, because Jesus, in the scriptures we read, that we are co-heirs with Jesus, which is quite exciting, isn't it? We don't have to wait for succession. We actually already have it. Yes? Okay, good. We're going to do well if we get some interaction going today. So in, in Jesus, you and I are never the spare. I don't know if you're sitting here this morning thinking, I don't know, what's the point, why am I in church, why am I in this relationship with God, what's going on in my life? You know, maybe you're feeling in despair, like perhaps Harry is, but in God, you are never, we are never the spare. We're always the chosen. We're always the ones that God has chosen. And you know, in each and every circumstance, we, each one of us, are God's favourite. Which is quite crazy to think, that... Out of all of us, he chooses us and actually he puts all of his favour upon us because we each are co-heirs with Jesus. We're each co-heirs. What does that mean? It means we each share in common exactly the same as. That's amazing if you ask me. I think that's amazing. It doesn't matter how you feel this morning. The truth is you're not spare. You are an heir. I'm going to say that quite a few times because I want to get that into our spirits from here into here. We're not spare, we're an heir. If you're born again to Jesus, if you are, you know, and, and Alex talked about that just in that worship time there, if you are born again in Jesus, then you are already in Christ. If you're in Christ, you are already an heir. 
and an heir of all of the kingdom. You are, because of that, you are godly royalty. I am godly royalty. We know that, don't we? There's a scripture that says that. We are kings and queens in his kingdom. Talks about us being a royal priesthood. And we inherit jointly everything. Not just some of, not shared out amongst us, but all of it is ours for us to take hold of. And all of that is through the indescribable grace that God pours out upon us. It's his power, it's his outworking, it's his grace in our lives, it's not what we do. So my title this morning is An Heir Not Spare. And I wanted us to talk a bit about Christian inheritance. What do we inherit as Christians? And is it now or is it in the future? So there's a quick question for you. Our inheritance, is it now or is it in the future? Okay, we've got a resounding now from two people, I think. What about everybody else? Are you... Both. Oh, okay, okay. No, and not yet, somebody else says. Okay. That's interesting. So, why would we say these things, I wonder? Well, because there is a very strong truth that we do inherit right now. Why? Well, because of the fact that we have passed from death to life. We have a new life. And in that new life, we're included in Jesus. And if we're included in Jesus who is the full heir, then we are heirs now. And we can inherit that now. We can have that experience now in this earth. Hmm, okay. There's also the truth that there's a whole lot that we don't see or experience right now in the, in the now because we're on earth and we're not in heaven. And we're going to inherit when we go to heaven even more that's available to us. So there's the now and the not yet. What we have now and what we can have or will have in the future. And the now, what we have in the now, do you know, we, we, we need to think about this. The scripture says, doesn't it, Jesus teaches us to pray. And one of the things he teaches us to pray is on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven. So we need to see the now experience of what heaven is going to be there for us in the future, what it's like right now. We need to, to work with God to bring that down. And as we do that, we steward the inheritance that we have. And you know, there are a number of, of parables that talk about this. There's the parables of the talents or of the miners, M-I-N-A-S rather than M-I-N-E-R-S, the, the coins, both of which tell us that if we are faithful with what we start with now, the inheritance we have now, we'll be able to add to it and add to it as God releases it to us in the now. Okay, this is all just building a picture. Are we getting this? I'm getting some positives and a few blanks spaces so hopefully as we get in we'll we'll go a bit further so has anybody here ever received an inheritance yes come on hands up so a few a few folks okay okay it's that sort of thing isn't it that you i, I don't know about you but you sort of see it on television you see there's some there are those what are they the the I can't think what it's called, but there's this program, isn't there, where there's like the inheritance hunters and they go and try and, there's this inheritance and they go and try and find the people that inherit it and give it to them. And, and you know, we sometimes think, oh, I wish I'd got a long lost aunt who might be able to, yeah? We do think that sometimes. And now I've had an inheritance of a sort. Um, my father passed away when I was 13 and uh, there were three things that I still have that I inherited from him. The first one 
was an Irish tweed tie. Very nice tie, actually. Nice, slim. Still looks contemporary, because tweed never goes out of fashion. Um, his signet ring, which sounds very grand. It wasn't really. It was just a, a ring that looked like a signet ring. It didn't have a crest or anything like that on it. But nonetheless, I think that's important. I'll come back to it in a minute. And then thirdly, his service medals. Dad served 1945 to 1947, towards the end of the Second World War and through doing his national services. And uh, whilst he wasn't awarded any honorary medals, he was awarded service medals for the service that he performed for the nation and for the world to some extent. So I received those things from God, but you know, what do we as born-again believers inherit? Are they just simple things like a nice tweed tie? Or is it more than that? More than that, absolutely. is <laughs> a lot more than that. And you know, if we're waiting for um, great Aunt Gertrude to, to pass away so that we can gain that inheritance so that we're able to do, do you know, we already have all things available to us. I better get in some scriptures, hadn't I? Because I've, that is a massively long introduction. And Okay, good. Getting some scriptures. I think we've got one that's going to come up here. There's a lot of scriptures here that today because, you know, I don't want you to think I'm making this up. Yeah, and afterwards, I'd really encourage you to take some time to look through, particularly the New Testament, about inheritance and heir and co-heir and have a look and see what it is. And even, you know, if you want to really go for it, have a go at in Christ and in Christ Jesus because, wow, there's so much there that you could pull out from this. And this is just a very top-level approach today. The first one will be Romans 8, 14 to 17. Yes, there you go. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God or the sons of God is what it says. And why does it say that? Because that's a technical term meaning those that are appointed to inherit at the time. Uh, in our culture, it's different now, so that's why we've made it the children of God. We all inherit. The Spirit who received, you received, you received, I received, does not make you or I slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. What does that mean? It's, it's all, in, who's he writing to? He's writing to the Romans, yeah? What do we, when we think of the Romans and Roman culture, and we think of the top person in the Roman culture, who would that be? Sorry. Caesar, the emperor the emperor or Caesar. And the emperor at that time would adopt someone to be his successor, the one that would be the one that follows after him, the one that would be his heir. Now, it may be his birth child, or it might be somebody else that he chooses. Um, and, and, you know, that's illustrated in a number of contemporary films and so on and so forth, if you see those things. So that's what this means, adoption to sonship, adoption to be the one to follow and to gain all of that inheritance. And by him, the Spirit, we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. We're not spares, we're heirs, we're God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Not heirs of God and heirs with Christ, but co-heirs. And there's a Greek word that's behind that, and the Greek word behind that means jointly and in common. The same as. Jointly and in common. We have the same inheritance 
that Christ has. I, I don't know about you, but that just blows my mind. I'm like, really? Seriously? That is huge. That is huge. And it doesn't just say it here, it says in lots of other places, and I'm going to get into it too, because, you know, this may be new to you, and I really want you to understand this is scripture, it's not me speaking, it's not my idea. If indeed we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory, if we fully take on board in humility all that he's done for us, then we'll be able to share in his glory. Those of us who are led by the Spirit, then we are automatically, we know the Spirit assures us that we are children of God. And if we're children, Paul says, then we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. The Passion Translation says that last verse this way. Since we are joined in Christ, we also inherit all that he, Christ, is and all that he has. Wow. I mean, this is, this is, this is exciting stuff, I think, and I'm going to build on this. So, the question, as Christians, what do we inherit? We actually inherit everything. We actually inherit everything. Why? Alex has already mentioned it. In Jesus, all things are there. All authority has been given to him. All things are placed under the feet of who? In Ephesians. Jesus, yes, but no. Because actually Ephesians says that we are the body of Christ, and then it says that Jesus is the head and he has placed all things under his feet, which means also our feet. So yes, Jesus, but also us, because we are the body of Christ. So all things are under our feet. Now that means whatever situation you face, whatever circumstance you come against, whether you feel like the enemy is getting at you to kill, steal, and destroy or not, he is under our feet. We have that authority, that's our inheritance. Okay, skip over that one. But then we read, and I'm jumping a couple of slides, so Galatians 4.1. Galatians 4.1 says this, that Galatians got a lot in it about hair, being an heir, and about our inheritance. Have a crack at that when you get a moment as well. But here's the one that I want to read here. What I am saying, this is Paul speaking, is that as long as an heir is underage, so as long as we're too young, to be an heir, so quite often in the past it's been that you've got to reach a certain age before you, you inherit. He, he or she is no different from a slave because they're being, they're being looked after by everybody else and they don't have the mastery of the house. They don't, they're not able to command their inheritance, although they own the whole estate. So how much belongs to us? The whole estate. The whole estate, because it belongs to Jesus. The whole estate belongs to us. I don't know about you, but that means, to me, all that's in God is available to us. The full kingdom of God is available to us. All of the estate. Okay, I'm getting lots of excitement coming back at me today, but I'm feeling excited by it anyway. Each one of us has equal claim to the whole of the estate. In the measure we're able to steward it, that's the key, the measure we're able to steward it in our lives now, that's the completeness of the fullness that we'll receive, and then ultimately in the life to come, all things. I'd like us to just stop a second and just consider that, because, you know, I think that is quite an awesome fact. All things, the whole estate, all that God has for us is available to us. One of our friends puts it this way, what would you do, what would you attempt for God, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And we know that we have all this available to us. 
it's, it's huge amount, huge amount. Anyway, my last few minutes, want to pick up back on those three things that I inherited from Dad. First thing I inherited was a tweed tie. To be honest, there was two pieces of clothing I inherited from him. The other was what we, back then in the 70s, called a cravat, a silk scarf, really nice silk scarf. And I unfortunately lost that in a lecture theatre. However, I still have the tie. And that tie is a piece of clothing that I can wear and I am now clothed like my dad. Would you agree? Yeah. So, Galatians 3 is the next one. I tell you there's a lot in Galatians. So in Christ Jesus, you, me, all of us, are children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. We're clothed with Christ. We now look like Christ. There is neither Jew nor, nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. As believers, we're clothed with Jesus. Father God looks at you and me and he sees Jesus. That's encouraging, isn't it, sometimes? You know, I think, mm, I don't want him to quite see all of me. He sees all of Jesus. We are fully in him. The Amplified Version puts it this way. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. It's in 1 John 4, I believe. As heirs, we receive the promises of God. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Again, it's in Christ Jesus. Yes and amen. All of the promises of God. All of the promises. All the blessings of Abraham are now open for each one of us because we're included in Abraham, because we're in the seed of Abraham, Jesus. So you and I have access to all the Father has, to all that you need for every part of your life. Really, Wilbin, is that true? Yes, the scripture says, 2 Peter 1.3, all that we need for life and godliness is available to us. All that we need. So I don't know about you, but you know, um, current cost of living crisis, etc., etc., Really? There may be in this world, but there isn't in the economy of God. There may be in this world, and we might be thinking, oh, we want great Aunt Ertrude to pop her clock so that we can actually have some cash. But actually, in God, it's all available to us. We just need to learn how to access it, be faithful with what we receive, and move forward with him in these things. As heirs, we receive the promises of God. Those promises are all yes and amen in Christ Jesus, and we have full access to all the Father has. There's nothing that you need that you don't already have. That's a tough one for you and I to get our heads around, because as we look in the natural, we don't see it, but we're supposed to call from the unseen to the seen. We are. Trust me, we are. That's what Scripture says. We're supposed to call from the unseen to the seen, from heaven to earth. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is there any lack in heaven? Is there any illness in heaven? Is there any tear drop in heaven? No, no, and no. And we're to draw that down into this earth. That's our inheritance. There's nothing that you need you don't already have. If you need forgiveness from sins, then 1 John 1, 9 says you can be completely forgiven your sins and you will be cleansed from all unrighteousness. Do you need health and wholeness? Well, by his wounds, we are healed. Healed. Done. Finished. We are healed. We have to grasp this. We have to live in this. We have to take hold of this. Yes, I know. 
But that's the truth that we need to build our lives on, not the one that tries to make an excuse for us if we don't see what God says happening in our lives. If we don't see what God says happening in our lives, guess what? It's not God who's wrong. It's not God who's wrong. Do you need a breakthrough in your finances? Well, we, we can, because we're children of Abraham through Jesus, we can go right back to Deuteronomy 28. All these blessings, God's favour and protection, will come on you and accompany you. Go with you. They'll accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. If you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Your fruit, the fruit of your womb will be blessed in the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. Everything is available to us. We will have all of that blessing of Abraham. We inherit that through Jesus. All favour and provision can be ours. We're clothed in Jesus and because we're clothed in Jesus, because we look like him, we have all of that available to us. Yeah? But not just that, the signet ring. I, I, I haven't brought it with me today. thought it might look a bit odd if I wore a tie, had an extra ring on and put some medals on. But, um, you know, but there we are. Um, but the signet ring, Dad's signet ring, and in ancient times, a signet ring would have um, a seal on it, and or at least the imprint that you'd use for a seal. And you would be able to use that as a symbol of authority to say, I belong to, I am of the household of, this is who my father is because I have the signet ring. And Colossians 1.12 says, And giving joyful thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Oh, I feel like a spare. Oh, I'm not qualified. Yes, you are. You are qualified by Jesus, or through Jesus, by the Father, to have the inheritance as his holy people in the kingdom of light. We've been qualified. We've got the authority it's not like taking an exam. We don't have to take an exam for it. We believe in Jesus, and as we believe in Jesus, as we walk in him, we receive that authority. We've got the signet ring. And in ancient times, in, in the times of, of Jewish culture that we read about in the scriptures, then the signet ring would be uh, the, the, the thing that would give you the authority. So the son would be able to take the signet ring belonging to the father, go into the marketplace and make a deal on behalf of the father. And it was understood that that was the father's, that was the father's authority. That was the father making the deal. It wasn't the son, it was the father making the deal. And in the same way, we've got the signet ring. We've inherited all of that authority to be able to operate in Jesus. Do you know, we don't inherit the kingdom of darkness with its manipulation, with its lying, with its treachery, and with its deceit. We inherit the kingdom of light. And as children of light, we should walk in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, as it says in Ephesians. So we don't operate as the world operates. We don't make our deals as the world makes our deals. We don't think in the same way as the world thinks. We don't necessarily think and, you know, uh, about the economy in the same way. I in our business setting, in the business that, 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 that I run, we don't necessarily think in that way. We think in terms of generosity. We think in terms of favour, favour for our clients, favour for, favour for our staff, rather than what do we get from it. So we don't operate as the world operates, we operate as heaven operates. 
You and I have God's signet ring. We've got the authority to act on his behalf and access all the resources of heaven, to make deals in the marketplace on the Father's behalf, to make those claims on that authority we have. We read in Matthew 16, 19, and it says it in a slightly different way. Jesus speaking, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We have the ability to loose and to bind. You and I have inherited the same authority that Jesus had. And in my last 46 seconds, I'll talk about service medals. Service medals were for honour and for recognition. Won't go into it in detail, but Colossians 3 tells us that we are to serve our human masters in the same way as we're serving our Father, as if we're serving our Father. Why? Because we know that we will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It's not something we serve to achieve. We serve because we've received. We're going to receive it. We receive a reward and that motivates us. We... Um, We've talked at the beginning that, you know, we, we, there's the now and the not yet. We will ultimately receive our full reward. But we can receive some of that in the here and now. All is available to us dependent on our capacity to live according to the ways God asks us to live. Depending on the capacity we have to steward what he gives us. Each one of us will be given more, just as those with the talents were given more if we steward it well. And that's in terms of responsibility. Yay! That's in terms of perhaps greater finance because we are operating according to the kingdom. That's in terms of relationships because we're building kingdom relationships. It's in all of those things. So, very briefly, conclusion. You're an heir, not a spare. Yes. If Prince Harry wants to find reconciliation, then his best way is to come to the Lord Jesus, isn't it? Then he'll have full reconciliation with his creator God. He'll then become a true heir, not just of the kingdom here in the UK, but of the kingdom of God, like you and I are. You are divine royalty. You are divine royalty. I am divine royalty. God has said that of us. God has chosen you to receive the fullness of his inheritance. All of the estate, his estate, is available to us if we learn to steward it wisely. He's given each one of us, given you and me, a specific task, a specific assignment, and we're called for a purpose. We are not spare. We have an assignment in this world. You have everything, and I have everything, that we need for life and godliness available to us through Jesus. The bottom line is, you're an heir, not a spare. You're able to do immeasurably more than you can think or imagine. Why? Because it's according to the power that's at work within you by the inheritance that we receive through Jesus. Yeah? So I'd encourage you to think about some of those things. Take some time to look in the scriptures, particularly to look in, in Romans and Galatians about our inheritance and what we are in Christ. Really important things to consider. And, you know, you might go away going, well, that was a lot of theory, Robin. Well, it sort of was, and yet it sort of wasn't, because, you know, unless we get that from our heads into our spirits... We won't change the way we live in our day today. Thank you for listening to this week's message. For any more information or to find out more of what we do as a church, you can contact us at info at centrechurch.uk or check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.